Welcome everyone to our PO Leadership Snippet webcast this afternoon as we speak to Wendy Adams, who's the General Manager at Galderma. Uh, just some background, each week what we're trying to do is share some of our members' stories with all of you, just to give you a sort of a kickstart for the week in a positive, engaging, and inspiring manner. So uh, what we'd like to do is, is talk with some of these leaders that we've heard stories from uh, through the previous week about interesting stuff that they're doing within their organizations. So Wendy, thank you for joining us today. Um, you've been at Galderma for a little while. Yeah, I should say that. I just uh, celebrated my 25th anniversary. So call myself the survivor. My torch hasn't gone out yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in today's world, maybe 25 years. I don't know if it's a, it's a good touch to have or not. But nonetheless, I'm 25 years with the company and uh, just going on my 13th year as the general manager. So this must be an interesting time. Like we've never seen anything like this before. Nope. You've been there for 25 years. I mean, how are you sort of holding up through the, the this yeah. whole ordeal and even your staff, how you dealing? How they, how's everybody doing? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm happy to say that uh, the Galderma family is doing quite well. Um, I don't know that I'm surprised at it. I'm just impressed that they are doing as well as they're doing. It's, you know, we have just under 100 employees. Uh, we're very well connected. This has brought people obviously even closer together. Uh, I feel um, honored just to have the managers and, and staff I do because they're all really leaning in um, I, I haven't really worried about them doing work and, and sent them uh, home uh, really prior to any of the provincial uh, mandates to work from home. So that was appreciated by the employees really taking care of their safety first and foremost. And, and uh, then second of all, aside from the work again, because I feel actually we've had to tell them to step back. They're losing sight initially. I'm sure a lot of companies found that too, right? That yeah. people started working from home and by the time they put their head up, it was 10 at night and they'd been given 10 hours. And, and so we've, um, we've actually spent a lot of time talking about the mental, the mental health of the employees and, and the physical. Um, and we've done a lot of, in, a lot of online engagement uh, things that other I've heard other members share and, and from my um, PAT group as well. Uh, we are sending out newsletters. We have online tours to take them on. Uh, we've done a recipe challenge uh, of late, uh, sort of like the good old chain letter that people used to send, but this is uh, yeah. with a recipe. That's gone over just great. And if you're wondering where your eggs and flour are in your store, those are the Galderma team baking away based on their... <laughs> recipes that they've had. Um, but what I, I would say maybe on the corollary side from the stress part is we've really found that those who are um, single, uh, individual livers that don't have family to lean on, they've been the ones who found it absolutely the toughest working from home. So we've uh, spent time setting up buddy systems for them and, and daily check-ins with different members of the Galderma team because they, they just really don't have, um, yeah, that support system that a lot of us do have. And then the second uh, group that are also trying to shoulder the load are obviously the, the, the managers, those with, with direct reports, because 
not only are they looking after their own personal family, then they've got, you know, the subordinates to, to manage as well and, and keep, you know, keep the good spirit, uh, right. which they, which they have been, um, important that we thank them, of course, for that. That's, that's a daily routine. And to be honest, when we're ending our meetings now, which, you know, have gone at least from a daily meeting to a couple times a week, cause I mean, these, these online Skypes, texts, you name it, Zoom, everything. It's been quite a, a load for everybody to manage. We're actually uh, talking at the end of every meeting about something positive that's, that's happened uh, from this current situation and what can they take home, uh, you know, as, as a good, good part of uh, this absolutely horrific scenario. Wow. And so it sounds like everybody is working remotely pretty well in your Everybody. Yeah. Everybody is going that way. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, there's been so much talk about when we do come out of this and it's interesting, you know, there's always been the worry that people, when they work at home, we don't know what they do. They don't really work. And you actually stated the exact opposite here. It's been people working all hours in the evening. Do you think that's going to change how we think about when people eventually come back? Do you think we'll actually be more mobile? Will they actually really come back or will they spend more time at home? Will it be split differently? Um, I mean, I think they're learning how to work more efficiently at home. Uh, Another thing we found that we had to do was uh, for those parents who have their children at home at this time, they were also finding it really challenging. So we asked them to sort of change their work hours so that they could commit a, a block of time in the day to their kids. So instead of working nine to five, let's say, with their lunch, we said, why don't you start at seven and work till 11 and then take four hours off, like just shut it down yeah. and then and then get back online and, and finish your day. So um, I think we're just going to have to think about that work from home uh, a little differently. But um, we've had work from home for years. That's not, not new to us. What is new is obviously the entire company uh, working from home. And those in the office, I'm, let's face it, we're social creatures and they're very interested in coming back. And that's the next dilemma, right? Like how to have the team come back with the social distancing, with the, I don't know, is it going to be in shifts? Are we going to have, you know, people whose names are A to M come in on, you know, even days and though the rest come in odd days how to keep the social distancing and also sanitation and temperature checks. I mean, that's all, you know, that's sort of the next wave of how to, how to manage people back in a healthy manner, how to also for us, how to manage our business in a healthy manner moving forward. No, it's true. So one of the things that came out of your group and and you were chatting about, and you've, it's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. I want you to share it with the, with everyone is how you've been able to pivot the business Mm. And the manufacturing yep. so quickly. So maybe share that story with us, even how you came about it, how you thought about it, and how you moved everything quickly. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks for that, because, you know, there's always something, some silver lining in these stories. And uh, our manufacturing plant in, in Montreal, um, as per the movement from the government asking, you know, for different places to uh, produce uh, the PPE, 
we have uh, had an opportunity to rejig one of our production lines so that it could uh, actually produce hand sanitizer. And I'm sure, you know, people are finding that hard to find as well as wipes and some of these other uh, cleaning disinfectant materials. So the great news was because we were able to pivot, as you say, and, and shift quite quickly in our manufacturing procedures, we were fast-tracked through the government and Health Canada, where normally it's a 90-plus day approval. In five days, we turned around an approval on a, on a hand sanitizer for our Cetaphil line. Uh, that's going to be produced this week. Uh, and the great news about that is, is to supply our frontline workers with uh, hand sanitation, um, you know, to cleanse. So the production we'll be doing will, will really be a donation to those frontline workers. As, as I think about it, it, it's likely going to have a commercial appeal in the long run, but that is really not the impetus to get it to market. It was to totally lean in. What can we do as a company? Uh, what do we have available? How can we help out? And so I'm, I'm so proud of our plant. And next will be our, our distribution center and key count people to get this product into the hospitals and get it to those frontline workers who, uh, you know, so desperately need it. So that's been, that's been great. It's going to just be a, you know, awesome for um, our employees to be able to just remember, you know, the good that Galderma can do, but from the plant to be able to retool and, and get out there quickly and our rig people to push uh, the approval through Health Canada with really, you know, the cooperation of the authorities has, has been monumental um, to this, you know, good news story. Yeah, it must be a, a great feeling for not only for those on the manufacturing line, like because the desperation, the need for the product, like those people must be just. Oh, they are. And actually, you're making me think I was telling my dad about it last night, who's held up in his room. And as uh, he he's going through hand sanitizer like it's cereal. <laughs> but uh, I was telling him about how we were going to produce it. And the first thing he said is, oh, I can't wait to read about it. How great for your company. You must be so proud of them. And you know, there was there was obviously the, the recognition and, and, you know, I was just kind of telling him as his daughter and, hey, here's something to, you know, good news. You're going to get more hand sanitizer. And he jumped right <laughs> to, yeah, and he jumped right to how positive it was. So you're, you're absolutely right. It, it's, it's not just the pride for our company. I think it's just the pride of, hey, I think it's very Canadian very Canadian to jump in and, and see what we can do. And, and I've heard other stories of the like from other uh, company GMs and yeah, it's a great, it is a great feeling. Oh, that's wonderful. So I'm going to, I'm going to end with one last question for you. Uh, uh, maybe a bit of a toughy one um, around in your world, when you think when, when we do come out of it and there's a lot of, nobody really knows how or when we're coming out of this thing. But where did where do you where does Galderma end? Like, do you, or how does does it shift? Do you see things shifting? Do you see business being done a different way in your world? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, healthcare, the huge. I mean, number one is the whole augmentation of cleanliness, right, and sanitation, and and that, and and the checks, and and for us, we're big into conferences and events, and and right now, you know, nobody's nobody's talking about getting on a plane and, and how do we see our doctors in different provinces, et cetera. So, I mean, I think the, again, people have been using Zoom and Skype very efficiently for meetings. And, and I see that being 
probably yeah. a, a positive, you know, it would help decrease the carbon footprint. I see, you know, our dermatologist talking about in remote areas, you know, we'll be able to detail them more um, through this type of medium. They're more receptive to it now that they're having to use it. And then also for a lot of the patients who are traveling hours uh, just to, you know, for a remind checkup to see how the medication's working and reducing the carbon footprint is something our doctors are talking about that they won't have to do that. They can get a picture and give them the thumbs up and potentially say them, you know, uh, in some cases in the Maritimes, they were talking about driving four hours uh, to and from their house to see the specialist. So I see that as being a real positive coming, coming out of it. We can do things a little bit more time efficient. Uh, I've heard, you know, the, the one day travel is over. Nobody's jumping on the plane for uh, to turn around and leave in the morning and come back at night. And I, I'm on board with that. I'm actually going to leverage it as a rationale for not having to travel as I report into the States. So it'll give me a little bit of, you know, I'll use that as, as the reason to stay put on these uh, digital mediums. So uh, I do see it changing. I'm actually very positive about what we can get out of this. I'm, I'm not obviously happy with the situation we're in and you started, you know, nobody thought in our lifetime, our doctors are telling us they never thought they'd see this. So on the other hand, I think there's a lot of great things that, that I see coming out of it and I don't want us to go back from, we don't need to go backwards. We need to embrace some of these positives and, and lean in and move with them. Oh, that's great.